What's going on, guys? I'm Zach Peter, and we have so much that has happened in the last 48 hours. It's like every day, this scandal continues to get bigger and bigger, and like I'm having a hard time keeping up. So let's recap everything that has gone down in the last 48 hours. The statements, the restraining order, the refusing to film, all of it. I hope you're ready. Uh, let's dive in. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you, yeah. They picked us because we were horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives... I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. I mean, I literally feel like I got hit by a truck. Like I'm trying so hard to keep up with all the news and like every day it's something it's something new and I'm 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 excited. It's like I'm salivating over. It's like we're watching the show break down in real time as we're going to watch it break down in a couple of weeks. Okay, so what has happened since Monday's podcast episode? Raquel Levis has sent out attorney's letters to the cast of Vanderpump Rules. She is trying to prevent them from spreading the video. So brief recap, as we remember, last Wednesday, Ariana Maddox was um was on Tom Sandoval's phone and she found a FaceTime. It was a record at first we thought it was like a a video of Raquel putting her phalanges in her Bambi and then we realized that's not what was going on. It was a recorded FaceTime video that Tom Sandoval had screen grabbed of him and Rocky. Rocky, Rocky, bang, bang, right? Okay, so they were doing their thing. Tom recorded it. That's what Ariana found. Now, I, as far as I'm aware, I believe Ariana sent the video to herself and po- or allegedly, possibly, I don't want to get anybody into any legal issue, any, any trouble legally. I believe... Ariana allegedly sent the recorded FaceTime to her phone and possibly to Sheena's phone. And that's how Sheena was tipped off. And that's when Sheena and Raquel had their scuffle. So on Monday, or sorry, Tuesday morning, Raquel decided to send out attorney's letters to all of the cast members telling them that the video the screen time, sorry, the FaceTime screen recording was taped without her consent and that they are not allowed to distribute it. If they do distribute it in any way, shape or form, that would then be considered revenge porn and it would fall under revenge porn law. Okay. It does not appear that she's taking any sort of legal action against Sandoval because at first people were like, oh, the the PR strategy that leaked is true. It, It seems like there's maybe a sliver of truth from the leaked PR strategy that, you know, she is... It looks like she's trying to make sure the video doesn't continue to circulate. So she doesn't want the cast members sending it to each other. And the attorney's letters uh, made it very clear that they want the video deleted from anybody's phone if it currently exists. Okay. That happened. Lala Kent came out and she's like, don't be sending this to my email first thing in the morning. I don't want to deal with this. What are you and your Mickey Mouse attorney doing? Send it to Daryl. And Daryl's her attorney. She's like, send it to my attorney. I don't want to deal with this. This is BS and I ain't got time for it. Okay. So that happened. Then as the day continued, um, it seems like Raquel has possibly, I don't remember. Listen, I'm so sorry if I'm not giving proper credit to any of the publications that are reporting any of this. We're all reporting as it's all breaking live. Um, So I will refer to reports. But if I don't mention the publication, it's not intentional shade. I literally just don't remember because this is all happening in real time. So there was a publication. I 
maybe it was page six. One of them reported that, uh, that since then, since the weekend, Raquel has now flown back to her hometown. She is no longer in Los Angeles. I believe her parents are the ones that hired this attorney. Her former publicist, which I believe is the publicist that formerly represented Erica Jane, has since dropped Raquel based off of inconsistencies in her story, such as the black eye. Apparently, she does not actually have a black eye. At least that's what's being reported. As I told you, I... I was told very clearly that Sheena did not strike Raquel. So if there is a black eye, I don't know where the black eye actually came from. So it seems like Raquel has left Los Angeles, which presumably means she's no longer filming Vanderpump Rules in this moment. Sandoval was spotted at her apartment by TMZ on Saturday night. Production sources have come out and, and revealed that the photo of him was taken after they had filmed for the day, like after they had wrapped production of Vanderpump Rules on Saturday. They did film a scene between Tom Sandoval and Raquel. And after that, he ended up coming back to her apartment. And that's the photo that we see of Tom at her apartment that was revealed on Saturday. Okay. Now, Tom Sandoval is refusing to film because I guess he didn't like the way he didn't like, I guess, the nature of the conversation or the topic or whatever it was. There was something that was caught during their their scene together, Tom and Raquel, that he didn't like. So he was requesting that production retape that scene because he didn't think that he was going to come across very well. Listen, homie, let me just be very clear with you. You're not going to come across very well at all because you're in this like major international scandal, like literally people in Sweden and Australia, like everybody is invested in this. I had one woman DM me and she's like, oh my God, my husband, she's, I think she was in Australia and she's like, my husband is like talking to me about this because he saw it on the local news in Australia. Like this is crazy. This is one of the biggest reality TV scandals to rock the world. Even Stassi Schroeder did a podcast episode that was released today as well and she was talking about it and she's like, I didn't even want to talk about this, but it's like such big news and it's shaking everything up that it's it's insane. Okay. So Sandoval is refusing to film. He wants to reshoot the scene with Raquel, which is interesting. Um, he's like trying to control the narrative. Listening to Stasi's podcast, she was like, Sandoval, like people always said that I had the hero edit and he was always complaining that the production was always protecting me. She's like, but it was always the other way around. Sandoval was always the one that was protected. Even when Miami Girl came up, like nobody followed up with that story. Like it kind of just died. Like Sandoval's always kind of gotten away with all of this type of stuff. And now he's actually in the hot seat and he's not used to it because he's used to being protected by production. He's used to being able to refilm a scene if he wants to refilm a scene. And now he's at the center of the scandal and he can't do that. So I'm pretty sure it's, I mean, it's going to continue to play out as they continue to film. I don't even know how filming is going to continue to go throughout this. I mean, it's already been a week. They were planning to extend filming for two weeks. So I believe we have an, a week and some change left of production for season 10 of Vanderpump Rules since it has been extended. Also, I want to be very clear because I've see, I see people on Instagram accounts and they're like, oh my God, this had to have been planned and this was a total setup and blah, 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 blah. How are cameras already rolling for Vanderpump Rules? Like, how is it that this wasn't planned and cameras are already rolling? I believe I revealed this on Monday. I want to be very clear. This is not the tr like this is not the standard Vanderpump Rules production schedule. They picked up film filming because the scandal was so big, but this production crew also works on Real Houses of Beverly Hills. So when people are like, "Oh, I don't know how they were able to pull the crew together so quickly and begin filming." This wasn't pre-planned. They were set to film Real Houses of Beverly Hills, but I guess the content over there isn't that great because they very quickly pulled the team that was supposed to film for Real Housewives of Beverly 
Beverly Hills, I know because I confirmed this with one of the fucking producers, they pulled that crew and then sent them to go film Vanderpump Rules instead. So it was like a last minute shake up shift. Like, let's pull them. I believe it was like an event that Dorit was doing that they were supposed to film. I'm pretty sure they ended. I didn't follow up with, the, with what actually happened with Beverly Hills, but. I'm pretty sure, like, maybe they sent, like, one cameraman or, like, a producer in their iPhone to go film Dorit's event. Cute, right? Whatever. It wasn't a priority. Vanderpump Rules was the priority. So um, I don't know what the next couple of days of filming is going to look like because now we found out Raquel and Tom Sandoval has rele- have each released a statement, which we'll get into shortly. But Raquel has now filed a temporary restraining or restraining order against Sheena, claiming that Sheena got physical with her, okay? The hearing is March 29th. I'm assuming this is going to push back the reunion because the temporary restraining order prevents Sheena and Raquel from being in the same room together. So either somebody's going to zoom in, which I hope neither of them do. I want them both together, okay? Together. Send it to Daryl, Raquel, okay? Um... Let me be very clear about what a temporary restraining order is, okay? It doesn't actually mean that the restraining order is going to stick. It just means we're going to keep the two of you apart until a judge can actually hear the case and make a decision. So Sheena has to keep her distance from Raquel, which if Raquel is not in L.A. right now, then that shouldn't be that hard. I think Raquel's maybe trying to avoid having to appear at the reunion, maybe trying to delay some of the production a bit until she can kind of control the narrative because she definitely seems to be positioning herself as a victim in some way but a temporary restraining order order doesn't necessarily mean that Sheena did clock her and she does have a black eye because as I mentioned it was reported that her publicist dropped her because they found out that the black eye was not real and they couldn't substantiate or verify that she had actually been physically assaulted that was just an allegation that she was making but there was no proof of it okay so when it comes to Sheena as far as I'm aware from that night I'm very I was told very very clearly that Sheena did not hit Raquel, but I believe there may have been some sort of scuffle, right? I heard that maybe Sheena like threw her phone into the street. Like Sheena did something that in some way Raquel was able to position it as like, oh my God, I'm afraid of her. I'm in fear for my life. Maybe Sheena sent her some threatening text messages. I don't know. That's my own speculation because again, I didn't follow up on a lot of this stuff. I'm hearing information, but like following up with people, like everybody's submersed in this scandal right now. So like talking to the cast, talking to the crew, talking talking to producers, like everybody's so focused on capturing this as it's happening. Nobody's really like focused on giving all the dirty details of everything. And so I've kind of stopped (laughs) blowing people's phones up. But um, so it's not an actual restraining order. We won't know what the decision a judge will make is until uh, March 29th. The reunion was supposed to tape, what, the 23rd, I believe, Um, if memory serves me correctly. So I'm assuming production's going to have to push the reunion back or find a way to separate Sheena and Raquel. I would imagine that the hearing comes forth on the 29th and that the judge clears Sheena and they find out that the, the restraining order can't stick. And once the 29th happens, then they'll be able to both film the reunion together. Raquel definitely seems to be positioning herself as a victim. Let's get into the statements that she and Tom issued and my thoughts. Okay. J- but real quickly, Jax Taylor and Brittany Cartwright apparently are going to be returning to Bravo and they're going to be appearing on Watch What Happens Live. They have since been booked. I believe Katie Maloney was originally supposed to be scheduled on tonight's episode of Watch What Happens Live, but they ended up bumping 
dumping Katie and now they're bringing Lisa Vanderpump in instead. Um, or maybe Lisa was supposed to be on Thursday night. I, I don't remember. I just know it was a production shift in the scheduling of what guest was going to appear, and they decided to bring Lisa in and give her her own solo episode on her own. Um, listen, these types of shows, when it comes to booking, like things shuffle at the last minute. Lisa was already probably scheduled to do press for Vanderpump Rules as it is. Maybe at a later date she was supposed to do Watch What Happens Live, but with the scandal they switched things up. Kristen, so now Jax and Brittany. I don't think we have an actual date as to when Jax and Brittany are going to appear on Watch What Happens Live. I would assume that's coming next week. Kristen Doty, um, I believe I said it on Instagram, maybe on a, a YouTube live stream. She's in talks to return. She was around while they were filming, but she hasn't officially signed a contract yet. I believe she's going to negotiate getting some good money, as she should. We want Doty back. Bravo. Production. Vanderpump Rules producers, we want Dodie for this mess. Bring in Dodie. Let's bring back Miami, girl. Let's fucking roll. I want Dodie back. I'm ready for Kristen Dodie. And I hope she does end up signing her release agreement so that we can get her back on the show because I'm ready for it. Okay. Um, okay, let's get into these statements that they've issued. Hopefully, Dodie signs her agreement soon. But let's get into this because it is. Oof, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm literally like so taut, like turned around. Like I got a text from Steele from the Brav Bros, and he's like, "Are we still doing our, our Jersey recap today?" And I was like, "Holy shit, today's Wednesday! I thought it was Tuesday." And like I have my my Spotify team texting about uh, filming for Real Houses in Miami tomorrow, and I'm just like, ah, okay. So let's get into, should we start with Sandy's statement? Okay, let's see what Sandoval said. This one is a, it's a, an improvement from his last statement, right? Where he's like, hey guys, sorry you're disappointed. Don't take it out on Schwartz and Sandy's. The employees, you know, are great. I'm going to take a hiatus, you know? And he was like, instead of writing the word you're out, he put you are. Like, it was just, it was bad. So he issued another one late Tuesday night. That rate that reads um, Sandoval says, I want to first and foremost apologize to everyone I've hurt through this process. Most of all, I want to apologize to Ariana. I made mistakes. I was selfish and made reckless decisions that hurt somebody I love. No one deserves to feel the pain so traumatically and publicly. I can only imagine how devastating that this has been for Ariana and everyone around us. I really I feel Really horrible about that. My biggest regret is that I dishonored Ariana. I never meant to disappoint so many people, including our families and friends. My love for Ariana was stronger than my my love for Ariana was stronger than any camera could have captured. Really? Any capture any camera could have captured because you were literally banging Raquel. Okay. Let's off camera. So maybe the love was just so big. There was so much love in his heart that he had to go bang it out of somebody else, right? Some of our best times together were never filmed. The same goes for some of our biggest struggles. I wish things happened in a different order and our relationship was not severely tarnished and that it ended with the same respect for her that it began with. I owed Ariana better. I am beyond sad that it ended the way that it did. The choices I made hurt so many people. I acted in a way that clashes with who I am and how I want to be. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. 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 Mm, I have questions, Sandoval. I will continue to reflect on myself. I have work to do. I always have and always will, Tom. Here's the thing. He took accountability. He took ownership. He apologized to Ariana. I don't hate this statement because he's like, I fucked up. And he makes it very clear. He did wrong by Ariana. He wishes he could do better. He mentions her so many times. And the focus is, I would say, 80% on Ariana 
10, 15% on the other people that he's affected and then 5% on like himself and like, I'm going to do better, right? I screwed up, but like, let me work on this to do better. This is the statement that we should have gotten originally, um, not the Schwartz and Sandy statement. I think this was sufficient. It's funny because when I rewrote his statement, I'm like, this is what it should sound like. This is what it should sound like. Take accountability and apologize and be done with it, right? Don't talk about Raquel. Don't talk about being in love. Don't talk about how the relationship was dead. Like none of that stuff. Whoever wrote this for him, I'm hoping it was him, but I don't believe that he actually wrote this himself. Whoever wrote this for him did a very good job. Well, we know he probably didn't write this because his last statement that he wrote himself said, hey, he literally started off with hey. Like it was like a group email of like, hey guys, I was thinking we should all get together for drinks on Thursday night. Let's do a staff happy hour. Hey. And then he put your, so whoever wrote this, they did a much better job than he did with his first statement. Um, then let's get into Raquel's statement because I do not have as warming things to say about hers. Okay. So hers says, I want to apologize for my actions and my choices. First of all, he posted his on Instagram. She released hers in an exclusive to Entertainment Tonight. And a lot of people are saying, oh, well, did she get paid for it because she released it on Entertainment Tonight? Listen, I don't know, but it's possible. I'm pretty sure Entertainment Tonight. Listen, somebody wanted her official statement and any publication could have run it. She could have easily posted it on Instagram. So the fact that it wasn't exclusive makes me think that it is possible that she got paid. I don't know. I can't verify that, but it is within the realm of possibility. <sighs> I want to apologize for my actions and my choices foremost to Ariana and to my friends and fans so invested in our relationships. There is no excuse. I am not a victim and I must own my actions and I deeply regret hurting Ariana. It could have ended there, okay? Could have ended there. But she decided to, to add three more paragraphs, okay? I am reflecting on my choices, speaking to a counselor, and I am learning things about myself, such as patterns of codependency and addiction to being, feeling, to being and feeling loved. I have sought emotional validation through intimate connections that are not healthy without regard for my own well-being, sometimes negatively affecting others and often prioritizing the intimate connection over my friendships. I am taking steps to understand my behavior and make healthier choices. Although, see, we could have just left that last sentence. We didn't need all the other bullshit before it about how we're seeing a counselor. Although I chose to be on a reality show, accepting the good and the bad that comes with it, beyond my own actions, I have been physically assaulted, lost friendships, received death threats, and hate mail in addition to having my privacy violated. Listen, I don't think anybody should be sending anybody death threats. I think people are taking this way too seriously. We do not need to be, you know, harassing this girl and sending her death threats, okay? It's one thing to comment on it and to have an opinion about it and to have an opinion about the reality show. That's one thing, guys. But the death threats and all of that stuff is not okay. Like, I want to be very clear because we also have to really hold Sandoval more accountable because he was the one that was in a relationship. I mean, it's hard because, yes, he was in a, re in a relationship, but she also knew he was in a relationship and was friends with Ariana and was lying to her face and doing press. Like, it's so hard and it's so twisted. Um, but, like, I do feel like death threats are not okay and we should not be harassing her. And I know some people have said that like some of my commentary is like bullying her. I don't think it's bullying. I don't think I've crossed that line of bullying necessarily. Maybe I have. And if I have, I apologize for that. I'm not trying to be a bully. I don't want to be a bully, but I'm also like, I hate when people can't be accountable for their own fucking actions. Um, 
So here she's saying she's being physically assaulted. I assume that this is in reference to the Sheena black eye rumors, which like I've said, from what I've heard, Sheena did not give her a black eye. Um, so the whole physically assaulted thing just feels very victim-y. Um, lost friendships. Yeah, that's naturally going to happen, girl. You fucked your best friend's dude of nine years. Um She's received death threats and hate mail. Not okay. We don't need to direct any. Don't flood her comments with nasty. It's one thing to have a comment and to share your opinion on social media. Don't direct it in her inbox. Don't flood her comments with nasty shit. Like, that's not okay, guys. Like, let's actually try to be, like, I get it. They're vile human beings, but we don't need to also be equally as vile. Okay. And having her privacy violated, you're on a reality show. I'm sorry. You don't have, you, like, your privacy at that point is a little iffy. Um, I've begun counseling to end my unhealthy behavioral cycle, learn to set stronger emotional boundaries, and learn to protect my mental health. I don't expect sympathy, understanding, or forgiveness. Okay, so if you don't expect sympathy, understanding, or forgiveness, then why did you have to reference that you're in therapy and that you were physically assaulted, lost friendships, received death threats, received hate mail, and had your privacy violated? If you're not seeking sympathy, understanding, or forgiveness. Okay, whatever. Right now, I must focus on my own health and well-being as I strive to be a better person moving forward. I will prioritize my mental health and learn from my mistakes. We don't need to know about you. We don't care about, like, I mean, listen, I don't want her to be in a fragile mental state. I don't want anybody to ever have to be in that position. But again, we t we had an opportunity to address this, and we made it all about ourselves. She, refer she mentions Ariana one time. Ariana was her actual friend. I'm glad she doesn't talk about Sandoval bonus points for that. But, like, you released this in an exclusive statement to Entertainment Tonight, and... You barely mention Ariana and you just the whole entire statement is about herself. And she's sorry. Like, this is like when a when a, a male celebrity cheats on his wife and then comes out as like, I'm a sex addict and I'm so sorry. And I'm going to work on myself and work on my bad patterns. Like, go work on your bad patterns. We don't need to know, nor do we care that you're going to work on yourself. All we want you to do is say, hey, I screwed up and I'm sorry. I'm going to I'm going to try to be better. But I'm extremely sorry to the people that I've hurt, and I'm extremely sorry to my friend who I lied to and whose man I was banging behind her back in her bed while she was asleep in her house. It's that simple. I'm sorry. Sound out the syllables. I am sorry. I am sorry. Four syllables. I am sorry. It's not that hard. We don't need to make this about ourselves. We screwed up. I believe they're so addicted and caught up in this like toxic reality TV environment that like they don't even know what reality is anymore. It's interesting listening to Stasi's commentary on her podcast this morning because she's like, I think Raquel lost her way. I think the fame got to her head and she doesn't even know reality from, you know, anything else at this point. It's just it's insane. Um, yeah, from what I've heard, her parents are the ones that hired the attorney. Um this is just bad, bad, bad. Like, whoever wrote this statement for her and then approved her sending this to entertainment tonight, it's just bad. Um, it could have been shortened. It didn't need to be one, two, three. It didn't need to be four paragraphs long. Two and a half of those paragraphs did not even need to be there because she made it all about herself. It's not about Raquel. Raquel made a mistake, so Raquel just needs to say sorry I'm going to try to make this better. I don't expect forgiveness. I don't expect sympathy. I'm not trying to position myself as a victim. My my heart goes out to Ariana because she was my friend. I loved her. I trusted her. Most importantly, she loved and trusted me, and I fractured that. I am sorry. 
It needed to be that simple. Even Sandoval did a better apology by not, I mean, his first apology was trash, garbage. And again, he was the one in a relationship. But like, this is why, like, when people are comparing it to, like, Sheena's affair with Eddie Cibrian, where the, she was like, well, that was a long affair, too. But it's like, Sheena wasn't friends with Brandy Glanville, and Eddie Cibrian told Sheena that he was broken up and that his marriage had ended. So Sheena believed that the marriage was ended. Or, listen, that's what she's saying now. But, like, regardless, she wasn't friends with Brandy Glanville. She wasn't, like, filming a show, pretending to keep things up with Brandy Glanville. She wasn't you know, going in the press and talking about how great Brandy is and what an amazing friend Brandy's been to her. Like, the, it's all so twisted and just, like, sick. It's really, really sick. Um, All of it. All around. Let's see what you guys are saying. Oof, we have so many comments. So many live comments. Also, guys, um, Zach, you need to write these for them. Like, I... Ugh. I just literally, I, I cannot, guys. Like, it's it's insanity to me. Also, um, if you guys want, you can get your Team Ariana shirts. They're selling so fast. Like, I was like, holy guacamole. Like, people are buying them like hotcakes. Team Ariana shirts are available in the merch shop. The link is in the description below. It's justplainzack.com slash shop. Justplainzack.com slash shop. All merch is 20% off if you use code Rachel, which is Raquel's real name, which one of her former high school classmates outed. They're like, her name isn't even Raquel. It's Rachel. So that's why the code is 20% off if you use code Rachel you can go to justplainzack.com slash shop to order your team Ariana shirts um so let's see what are you guys saying nobody loves Tom more than Tom he's called an extra <laughs> for no reason um what's going on with Schwartz I've got to know from what I've seen with Schwartz he's been at Schwartz and Sandy's he's been taking selfies with people he's been you know trying to at least keep that alive does anyone know if Sheila, Lala, and Kristen doing the podcast? I believe they were. And then, um, Sassy, you're stupid. I'm stupid. Thank you. Zach, Peter, you're a bully. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Pamela, for tuning in and driving my ad revenue while you call me a bully. Um, the Sheena, Lala, Kristen podcast. That, I believe, was taped. And then production came in and they interfered with it. So I believe Lala had to retape that so they didn't out certain things. Uh, her real name is also on her lawsuit against Sheena. It's not a lawsuit against Sheena, guys. It is a temporary restraining order. She wants to have the judge issue a full restraining order. We won't know what the judge decides until March 29th when we have that hearing. So as of right now, it's just a temporary restraining order until a judge can actually review all of the evidence and determine whether or not Sheena did anything wrong and if Raquel really is entitled to an actual restraining order. Wow, we have over a 1,000 live on YouTube right now. Guys, if you're watching this, hit the like button and let me know that you're enjoying the show. If you're listening to this on the podcast, please leave me a nice Apple podcast review. Five stars. Let me know how much you're enjoying the show. Some of you have been trashing the podcast this week and I'm like, wow, well, keep it coming because I'm in the top 20 right now. Actually, I was in the top, I was number four this morning on, on the Apple charts, which is wild. So thank you guys for the support. I keep, I will always give you the real tea, not the low budget tea. No low budget tea. Thank you guys for the thumbs up. Good stuff, Zach. Uh, can't wait for tonight's episode showing Raquel making out with Garcelle's son and Lisa Vanderpump on Watch What Happens Live. It's going to be so good, right? So, so good. Also, in just a bit, I'm going to be going live with the Brav Bros, and we're going to be doing a recap of last night's Real Housewives in New Jersey, so stay tuned for that. Um, Look, Rachel can spin this narrative in her favor. We love problematic people. 
I mean, listen, it is reality TV. We do love mess. You know, mess is good, but um, yeah, we'll see how this continues to play out. Rachel's PR crisis team sold a public apology memo, not an authentic apology. Yeah, that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. Um, Sandoval is an absolute narrator. He absolutely is. I don't think, listen, he's just as terrible in all this. He had a girlfriend. He was going home. Let's pop off on him for a minute because I feel like a lot of people are giving Raquel heat. And yes, they, you know, Raquel deserves some heat. Um, and her apology was like total trash. Step in the right direction, sure, but like total trash. Um, when it comes to Sandoval, though, like, he was literally coming home to Ariana every night knowing that he had a mistress for seven months. That is trash. That is garbage. That is disgusting. Um, yeah. The fact that he wants to, like, try to control filming and, like, refuse to film because he doesn't like the way things are being filmed right now or the way he's being portrayed. You're a fucking cheater. You're a womanizer. You literally cheated on your good girlfriend of nine years. It's funny because I pulled a clip from when we did the Spilling Tea live show at the Bourbon Room last April. Which, wink, wink, you never know. A a bourbon room show may be coming up again if you guys want to come catch No Filter Live. Um, May have some Vanderpump Rules people in that show. Wink, wink, stay tuned. Um, But I pulled back footage from the show last year. And there is a moment where Tom Sandoval is asked at the show, when are you and Ariana getting married? And he's like, every time somebody asks that, you know, it pushes it back five years. So we'll probably get married by 95 at this rate. And then Ariana took the mic. Thank you to Jeff Epstein. He like, he was lit and she was lit and he like got her to like cause chaos and he had her get the mic and and, and speak out about it. And she's like, listen, in the eight years, because at this point they'd only been together eight years. Now it's nine years. In the eight years that we'd been together, Tom's never asked me when we're getting married. I know they've had the conversation, but Raquel's always said, I mean, not Raquel, Ariana's always said that she doesn't want to get married. She's always been very clear with him. She doesn't want kids and she doesn't want to get married. He chose to stay in this relationship. So he has no grounds to be like, well, I was in a sexless relationship and she didn't love me and she didn't want to marry me and she didn't want to give me kids you knew this and if you wanted out then bitch get out of that relationship leave you don't need to go screw some other chick to make yourself feel good about yourself i'm sorry there are no passes for sandoval none zero zero done i am team ariana i am starting to have a little bit of sympathy for bambi eyes only because i feel like everybody's coming at her so hard but i'm conflicted because i'm like no she needs to have accountability for her own damn actions period end of story okay so that's what i gotta say about them that's what i got to say about them Okay, let's talk Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 4. I feel like everybody may be a little, like, drained with the whole Brandy Glanville, Caroline Manzo stuff. But Brandy Glanville is coming out. Shots fired. She is saying, Peacock, release the footage. Roll the footage. Play the audio. She says that she is innocent. And she says that the audio and the video will prove that she did nothing wrong. So her attorneys fired off a letter to producers and to the production crew and to the network basically saying, listen, you're ruining her reputation and you're basically doing this to drive ratings for the show. And at this point, it's not cool. You did your investigation. You know what the fighting the findings are. And at this point, 
you continuing to perpetuate this is 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 wrong and she doesn't want them to continue to put this narrative out it sounds like the investigation is closed at this point and it sounds like they know that brandy did nothing wrong or they don't have anything that can prove that she did anything they have the audio and they have the video and she's saying or her attorney is accusing them of trying to drag this out so that people can tune in so they want the footage and the audio released so that it can prove that brandy did not do what she's been accused of doing it sounds like according to her attorneys the most that happened was they made out they were taking tequila shots and they made out um apparently when it comes to grabbing caroline's boobs because that was an accusation that that brandy was grabbing on caroline's boobs apparently caroline said feel my boobs so you can feel that they're not fake there are no breast implants in them that's what uh, Brandy's attorney is claiming in the letter, that Caroline offered up her boobs to be felt because she said she wanted to prove that she did not have implants. So the, again, context and details matter, right? This is why I was, like, I was like, we need to actually wait and see what the situation is. Because now if we're finding and apparently Caroline said something about how like, um, I've... Uh, I've kissed a girl before, but I've never been kissed back. Uh, so it is interesting. Now, I also understand the other side of it. Well, apparently, well, also, sorry, before I get into that, I'm getting distracted. In the, the letter as well, Brandy Glanville claims that there are three witnesses that corroborate her side of events that were witness to whatever went down in the bathroom. And that's Alex McCord. That's Gretchen Rossi, and they didn't name a third person. I'm assuming the third person is probably somebody on production, right? A crew member, a producer, somebody that was in in the restroom with them. So it actually, so now that we hear that there are three other witnesses that were in the restroom with Caroline and Brandy, she said that they were having like naughty talk, like they were like having fun and messing around and whatever. Um, so it is interesting now that we're getting all these other pieces of the puzzle. And it, and Brandy even said that the production crew or producers did not want her to seek legal counsel and that they, I guess, just wanted her to kind of like stay quiet with all of us. Here's the thing. Like, it's one thing to have a scandal like like Scandival, right, where it's about an affair and there's cheating and it's salacious. But when there are big accusations like this that are thrown out there, it's like, I don't know if we need to exploit. I mean, well, I don't know. We have like the Jen Shaw scandal and the Girardi scandal. So I feel like, you know, scandal drives ratings and people are going to tune in for this type of stuff. But it's just it's crazy. But if Alex McCord really is a witness and can corroborate that nothing happened, that Brandy didn't violate Caroline in any sort of way, knowing that Alex McCord was also, you know, trying to support Caroline through it. Because like I said, from what I had heard from um somebody else that kind of detailed what had happened, it sounded like Caroline was in some way triggered by, I guess, the events that went on that night based off of a past experience that she had had. These are all allegations. This is all alleged. I don't have any actual proof of it because I was not in the room and I have not seen any of the footage or audio. I want to make that clear. But based off of the people that I've spoken to, what seems to have happened is Caroline was triggered by a past experience where she, I guess, felt out of control or something in some sort of way. So it wasn't that Brandy assaulted her necessarily. It wasn't that Brandy, you know, had done something like malicious or intentional or was like trying to cross the boundary. It was that something happened and that 
series of events triggered a, a prior experience that Caroline had. Alex McCord, who is a therapist, I guess was kind of helping Caroline through that and trying to like help her process her emotions. Um, and produ- production was the one that ended up uh, launching the investigation. So it's, which now makes me think like, did production leak this? Like, were they the ones that leaked this to the press? And that's how this kind of all got out. I don't know. But when you get all of these other added details, like Caroline saying, hey, feel my breasts, there are no implants in them, that's very different from somebody unwantingly just coming and grabbing on your boobs. You know what I mean? You're taking tequila shots and you're kissing somebody. And Brandy's attorneys also made it clear. They're like, listen, you encouraged us to spice things up. You encouraged us to drink and to smoke pot all day. Like you wanted chaos. You wanted mess. We gave you mess. But you don't get to drag Brandy's reputation because, you know, it's easy to drag Brandy's reputation as a result of that. Nor do you get to like exploit Caroline's past traumas, you know, and exploit something that she was triggered by. So I actually, you know, I'm kind of glad Brandy's putting her foot down on this and being like, no, not only am I vehemently denying these accusations, but I'm also adding the context that you're leaving out, the context that's on camera, on mic. And that, and so Heather Gay is coming out and she was on her book tour for Bad Mormon and she just did a, um, a live show where she said, she's like, Bravo has the footage of what happened to my black eye. She's like, I may not remember, but they have the footage. They know what happened to my eye. Whether it was Jen or whether I banged it in some way, they have audio, they have recordings, they have something and they know what happened. They're just choosing not to release it. So now it's making it seem like we're trying to manufacture some big scandals and it's like okay do we hold the cast accountable or do we hold the network accountable now because Heather Gay's coming out after them and yes I'm exhausted by Heather Gay and I'm annoyed by her and all her dead loyalty to Jen Shaw and all of that stuff but like if there really is footage and they're just intentionally not releasing it for the sake of the scandal not cool with that but also you're a reality star this is what you signed up for this is what you've agreed to sign up for like these are the rules you agreed to play by. It's in your contract. Trust me, I've signed these contracts. I've read these contracts. I know what these contracts basically say. And you're basically signing your life over. So you do do a deal with the devil and you do say, hey, I will give you whatever you want and I'm free for grabs, you know? And you you just got to trust that it's not going to come back to burn you at some point. And it very likely can. Now, when it comes to Brandy, I think it's it's a strong move on her end, and I she has to be pretty damn confident. I don't think the network will actually release any audio or video. I don't think that will happen, but what I do think this will pressure them to do is to at least release a statement saying, hey, we investigated this, and these are the findings of our investigation. I think that they're reluctant to doing that because if they come out and say, hey, we investigated this and we didn't find anything, then is that going to make us all want to tune in? Probably not, because now we know that the scandal isn't real and that, you know, whatever went down wasn't as big as the media reports were making it out to be. So kind of crazy. I But if anything, I don't think they're going to release the audio. I don't think they're going to release the video. If anything, they're probably hoping this dies down and they're glad that Scandaval has kind of taken over the news sphere. 
But curious what you guys think. Um, does this new information about taking shots and making out and hearing Caroline, you know, kind of be excited about making out with another girl? And we're hearing that Caroline was very open about her sexuality and she was very liberal with her sexuality. And she openly spoke about that while filming Ultimate Girls Trip. I mean, the fact that Caroline Manza was kissing girls and doing tequila shots is kind of wild to me. But even offering up, you know, being grabbed, it changes the context of things. Changes the context of things. We're waiting to hear what the actual investigation found. And I'm hoping we get something good. All right, guys. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? I feel like aside from all the Scandival stuff and this new Brandy stuff. I mean, I guess there's a new rumor that there's somebody on Summer House that... Oops. Ah. Um, it is funny that everybody... Or, sorry. Watch What Happens Live. Danielle was just on Watch What Happens Live, and Andy said that there was a blind item about a, another couple in the Bravo land on Summer House that also uh, has one of their partners that's been in an affair themselves. So Danielle's like, I know who that is, but I'm not going to out them, and I'm not going to say it. I don't know. It could, it could be Kyle and Amanda. It could be Paige and Craig. It could be Lindsay and Carl. I don't know. But Danielle definitely wants to protect them. And she didn't want to out it. because She's like, that's not my business to put out there. But it is interesting that there is another affair going on in Bravo land. And I'm curious how Scandival will affect all of that and whether or not it'll get the same type of attention. It may get a little bit of attention, but I just don't think Summer House is as popular of a show as, as Vanderpump Rules is. So... We'll see what happens with that. I am very excited and very curious to see what Vanderpump Rules brings the rest of this season. Um, guys, get your tickets to see me and the Brav Bros live in Philly at City Winery April 27th. That is right when the finale of of Vanderpump Rules is set to air. So we should have a lot of a lot of content to talk about. So much content, so many good things. I cannot wait. So get your tickets April 27th at City Winery in Philly. Me and the Brav Bros and some very special guests will be there to have a fun taping of No Filter and the Brav Bros podcast. We'll be, re we'll be recording both at the show. So come and join us. No Filter Night Out. Go to nofilterlive.com to get your tickets. That's nofilterlive.com right now you can get your team ariana merch at justplainzack.com slash shop justplainzack.com slash shop so you can get some merch you can get some tickets to our live show i believe the vip tickets to our live show are selling fast so go and get those before they're all gone because once the vip meet and greet packages are gone they will be gone for done they will be donezos and gone for good because i don't think we'll be able to add any more but i look forward to seeing you guys april 27th in philly i am not from the east coast so this will be the only east coast show i'm doing this year so go to nofilterlive.com get your tickets stock up on merch at justplainzack.com shop and use code uh, Rachel, use code Rachel this week to get 20% off all merch. Head on over right now. All right, guys, I love you. I appreciate you. You can keep up with me personally at just plain Zach all over the internet, or you can keep up with the podcast and all the latest reality TV tea at no filter with Zach on the Instagram. You can join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. So much tea, so much going on. You can become a member of the Zach pack at youtube.com slash just plain Zach for exclusive members only content. We had some fun live streams with Kate Casey and Jacques Peterson over the weekend. So there you go. That's all the promo I got for you. I love you. I appreciate you. And I will talk to you. Talk to you soon. All right. Love you guys. Bye.